Welcome to Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and I'm here with my partners in crime, the Chief. Chief, how are you this evening, Chief? I am one day closer to realizing how Hitler lost the war. <laughs> Goon, Goon, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. How are you, sir? Fine. Goon, Goon, that, that doesn't really... I mean, that's not really a fine fine. That's sort of a, you know, fine. I'm but fine. You, I had a tough weekend. It was, it was a, it was a weekend. Yeah, there's, um, <clears throat> it was unapologetically our worst weekend. I would have to say. Yeah. There's it started there, out okay. It did it for you, really? I mean, mine, mine kind of, mine kind of ended a bad week. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, Chief, you probably, you probably had the best week of all ours. Right, Be- best weekend. Best weekend. Well, that's true. You got to go to birthday party. I saw the picture. There's nothing like seeing my little niece Schwanhilda play around. <laughs> Schwanhilda. Yes. Really? Is that her name? That'd be awesome. Is it really? Yeah, vold mein Führer. <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, they tell me how to spell that. <laughs> my, uh, my, my sister says I'm not allowed to call her that, but. There's only so much she can stop me from doing. That's say you're probably bigger than her, right? Yeah, but uh, the the women in my family have secret powers in which they can scream and do other stuff to the point where your your ears bleed. So I, I don't want to bring out that wrath if I don't have to. No, sounds sounds like an interesting uh, an interesting day. But, the, but uh, you, how, you have, you have how a wife. You know how this works. Well, that's true. She do, she doesn't scream though. So. How old is your niece? Uh, she's one. One year old. Oh, she is. She is adorable. And she was just um, really perusing that present that I you was know, trying to figure out. How are we going to get into this thing? That's, that's a cutie. Yeah, she. Uh, she was. She was having more <laughs> fun with the takes from rapper. the other side of the family, right? Huh? What? She was more happy with playing with the wrapper. You know, the wrapping paper. Yes, that's I a know good, what you meant. That's a good pres- That's a good present. It, it, Seriously, that's that's what kids do. Like yeah. she, would, she would take apart the the paper, the tissue paper. If it didn't make noise, then she just went back to swinging the tissue paper around. My, uh, I have a friend who uh, his oldest son. Uh, he bought, I forget what it was. I think it was like an outdoor playset, and it came in like three ginormous cardboard boxes. And I'm not sure they ever set up the outdoor playset, but by God, they turned those three cardboard boxes into a castle. And that thing was in the basement for months. Month. Kids. Month. Mm-hmm. I thought you said months. I did say months. You said month. I did not. I don't know. We'll have to go back to the tape. Yeah, let's roll the videotape and then. Oh my God! Could you? You know what this stuff? is? This is boring. <laughs> wow. So, sorry, sir. Somebody's got grumpy pants on today. Why don't you tell people why you're all grumpy? Well, at least he has pants on, okay? we got to be small victory. It is It is a step forward, yes. No wallet, but i got pants. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a wallet, but you have pants. Yeah. What happened to your wallet? Well, there I was, minding my own business at the D.C. barbecue battle after the terrific performance that we gave out of terrific? the goodness of our... It was terrific. We. Okay. <laughs> okay, it was all right. 
we we gave a we gave a free performance on the famous Dave's barbecue stage. People got what they paid for. They did. <laughs> and uh, um, I had uh, purchased for myself a pulled pork uh, sandwich. A sandwich. Mm. It being the barbecue battle, and I was carrying that. Mm-hmm. I had my pockets, uh, in addition to my wallet, stuffed full of goodies that I got for free at the barbecue battle. What kind of goodies do they give you that you can stuff in your pocket? Because oh, they have tell like... me like coleslaw. I'm going to really be grossed out. <laughs> Ribs. <laughs> I have always my, had my back pockets got potato salad. I just can't sit down right now. <laughs> but beef. They they had uh, um, little packets of uh, quote healthy snacks. <laughs> you had a barbecue. They had, uh, they had. Healthy, what does healthy stack? They, they had little tiny places look like. Uh, I, it wasn't healthy, but like I don't care. Germ. Had it's chocolate okay. and little crunchy things in it. Beef, uh, more beef. <laughs> they had uh, little tiny jars of uh, uh, Duke's beef? mayonnaise. Ooh, Duke. I've never had that. Is it good? Oh my God, Chief! Please really? enlighten him. Okay, so Duke's. Uh, made I've seen money. ads for it recently. That's yes. the whole thing. And you saw ads because you looked for it. Dukes, uh, let's let's put it like this. Dukes is famous enough that they were able to get token black folk to say that they liked mayo. That and is true. That's saying something right there. That yep. That is impressive. You have Dukes mayo. You're never going to buy any other brand. I, I'm serious. I didn't know about it till Goonchild went down south and she said, "Here." You can buy this in the store. Try it. Yes. That'd be a whole bunch of white folk up here. <laughs> That'd be loving themselves. Some of this white <laughs> Love me some dukes. Oh. Uh, I, am, I am a bit of a, a mayo aficionado. I, I will have to try this this magical mixture of... Chief, different... you suppose they're mixing crack in it? Uh, I don't think so. But... I don't know. If white people uh, are, are using it, it's probably pure cocaine. Let me know. It's just listen. You you just got to trust us on this one. All right, I'm good with that. So so those are the kind of things I had in my pocket, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, we're we're walking through a section where people are packed completely close to one another, like you can't hardly move. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way out to go home. We had we had done some singing. We had uh, um, kind of looked around the event, and it was time to go home. What so, the groom did not realize is he had not paid the untold entertainment fee. Apparently not. There is a small matter of a fee that you need to pay when you're at events like this. So as I was there in the crush of humanity, <clears throat> dude in front of me in a uh, um, bright turquoise wife beater shirt mm-hmm. falls down. I look to the right, I look at him, and I shuffle off to the left so I don't step on him, because you don't want me stepping on him. Mm, no, he'd make that squishy sound. Nope, and then I, I kind of went on my way. Threw away the uh, uh, the plate from my, my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked out with my pals and was on my way to Metro. Total elapsed time, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Reached in my pocket to get my wallet. Wherein lies my Metro card? Yes. No wallet. <laughs> Rot row, Rorge. 
And it was at this time the goon wondered, where could said wallet have gone? Golly, I said. <laughs> really? Was it really loud golly? Pretty much. Maybe a few other different letters, like maybe a D and an M pretty, and maybe a T? Pretty sure, pretty <laughs> sure, pretty sure I shattered some windows. <laughs> Called the oh, hurricane. Smash. <laughs> Called the hurricane. Said, okay. Break open those little plastic cookies. I'm reading off the uh, um, the uh, confirmation code. Alpha, Charlie, one. Whiskey, tango, tango, alpha. Call the banks. Close out the cards. Wow. That was a well-timed laugh. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, for, for those who do not know, uh, Ogren number one has discovered this new headset in which he is so loud he can't hear himself can he correct so he is <laughs> just ridiculous and it is he, is he louder than the loud engineer in our skiff uh they have the same residence which is housed oh. echoing through the house since i'm nowhere near him that's because why i had a word near reflect. him it would more me more like ha bud <laughs> So I thought, well, perhaps there's a chance that I left said wallet at the stand where I bought the sandwich. Mm -hmm. So I went to check. Mm -hmm. Nope, not there. And then I thought, maybe I'm a dumbass, and when I drop the plate into the trash, I drop the wallet. Uh huh. So I went back to the trash can just to see if I would enjoy a life as a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Out. Okay. Yeah, I would not. Um, so then I went to find uh, one of the brave men or women from the Metropolitan Popo. That took a while, but I found one, and, 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 and this officer, whose name I honestly don't remember, he was very nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you guys know, it was the guy falling down. I was the mark, mm -hmm. he was the distraction, and his unseen... Uh, Helper. Let's let's just call him scumbag and move on. Yeah, let's just call him a let's just call him a cheating, robbing bastard. How's that? Well, he Got didn't it. cheat. He just robbed, and you don't know about the status of his father. So, <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Can I just call him? <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure you can't say that. Okay. Pretty sure so... nobody will know you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh so yeah, um, they uh, they took my description and uh, said, "Listen, what you need to do is you need to go out and uh, um, wait for one of the police cars to drive up, and we'll take your statement because you got to file a report, which I, I need anyway." Right. Um. And so I went out and I talked with the sergeant who was there and in his air-conditioned SUV. And he actually got out and stood with me in the hot sun for an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah, so for all because of you... Because you guys couldn't have sat in the car and done this, what? For all of you who don't know, mm -hmm. the, the goon is a large, Caucasian-looking Polish man. So Caucasian-looking? Got a very red face today, too, just saying. And, mm -hmm. and, and when, uh, you know, when your life is on the line... The, and the officers are apparently 
for the 45 minutes to uh, not going to show up away, <laughs> you, you need to remember something. Number one, I am sure that the goon was quite respectful to the officer who was making him wait uh, a ridiculous amount of time. That was. Mm -hmm. and, and number two, this is DC, so he should be lucky that, that he found an officer at all. At all. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, when seconds count, they're hours away. So then the officer said, you know what, um, I don't know where they have you on the priority list. Why don't you, here's my card, here's a number on the back, call in, and they should be, they'll let you make out an over-the-phone report. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to hear that, you know, Before an, you hour, stood out the sun. an hour earlier. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. then, so I went from there to Metro. That's our, our subway system, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got to Metro, and I reached into my pocket for my Metro card so I could take the subway back home. Chief, where do you think my card was? Probably in the wallet that, as uh, I, I believe your description was, officer, he was a generic black guy. <laughs> you know, you know that was pretty close. He said, can you describe the guy? And I said, I, I mean, he fell down in front of me. I didn't see his face. And he said, well... Tell me what you can. And I said, uh, a black guy in his 20s, pretty athletic build, bright turquoise white beater t-shirt. Well, shirt. That, that narrows it down. That, that's it. I mean, well, did you see his face? No. He was on the ground in front of me, causing a distraction. He did his part well. Right. I'm sure the Pickpocket Guild is proud of these two. Now, uh, 337? You know, so just so, just so I can dispel any of the crazy uh, racial stereotypes, there is a chance he just fell. Yes. And then yes. you would have been given description of yet another brother who just <laughs> fell, and someone yep. saw the opportunity and said, "Oh, because you don't know if you were the only person." Because as I was telling Crutch, there were other mm -hmm. people that were there that described having a bad time. Yeah. So you may not have been the other one. This person was also Caucasian and a biker with biker leather on. So I'm just and saying. And he got pickpocketed? Uh, he wouldn't tell me why he had a bad time. He just said he had a bad time next to uh, the, the wiener. He stole somebody's wallet and there wasn't any money in it. <laughs> I would have given him a bad time because I only had six bucks left. Right. Uh, yeah, so since he works in our arena... He probably did not steal the money. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, the Ogren disagrees. So, <laughs> so there I was at, uh, um, at Metro. No Metro card. No problem, I'll just get money. I got six bucks left. Oh, wait. That's in the wallet, too. I got, let me think, I got nothing. You got nothing. Yeah. I go over to the little booth where in the Metro people ride and go, hey. I just <laughs> got homeless. I just got robbed. How do I get back home? Do Can you give me a free pass? I call my wife. They don't let me out at Glenmont till she comes and gives me money. We could do that. And and the two people there were very nice to me, you know. Oh, did this just happen, you know? Do you need a, an officer? No, no, ma'am. Happened 
Yeah, I uh, want to wait another 45 minutes. Happened an hour ago, um, and it, it just, I sent all my friends away, and I didn't think to get like a 10 from them. Mm. You know, and, and they were very nice. They gave me a free a free pass. So Yay, thank you. Metro. Thank you, nice Metro people. Yay, Metro. They did see the goon. They saw the mark was still on him, so they knew, all right, guy who doesn't belong in D.C. is in D.C., yeah, this we is need believable. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's that must be what they thought. He has so a I, telltale sign. Yeah. So I get all the way home to the relative safety of Maryland. I believe that's the only time I've ever said that. Because <laughs> it's not accurate either. Baltimore <laughs> is in Maryland. It's it's a good it's a good point. And uh and I call the the DC Popo. Mm -hmm. And I say to them what the sergeant said to me. In the meantime, I also got two emails from my uh, uh, HSA card. You guys know what an HSA card is? Yeah. Home Shopping Network? No, that's HSN. Oh, sorry. Home Shopping Agency? You know... Just slap yourself, okay? We, we obviously, the number one fan <laughs> needs to remind Crutch <laughs> his place in this show. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Okay. So uh, um, HSA is your health spending account. You use it to buy, like, medicines and stuff before your insurance deductible is exhausted or to pay co-pays. But it has to be medical stuff. Well, well, these uh, 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 the, the folks who now have my wallet um, tried to get uh, tried to use it at Jimmy John's for a very small amount of money. Which I'm, was declined, I'm and which I sure get Jimmy emails. Jimmy John's is not considered medicine, although yeah, some people think it's medicinal. Yeah. So, and I get emails for that, and I told from the dispatch from from the HSA people. Oh. Here's why your card was declined. Oh. And uh, yeah, so the dispatcher told me, "Well, now you have evidence that a crime was committed. We have to take your report in person." <laughs> Where are you now? Maryland. Mm. Where are you going? Back to D.C. Mm -hmm. But you can go to any station you want. Oh, goody. So you want to relive this experience yet again, is what yes. I'm hearing. Yes. Uh, I go down to, to the what I think is the nearest station, and I sit in their unair-conditioned lobby. Ooh. For another 30 minutes to talk with the officer on the other side of the bulletproof glass to give my uh, statement. Only he to be on the other side of the glass? Yeah, was he scared of you? I don't know. No. Maybe. He was a lot like me. He shouldn't have been scared of me. You needed to say that you were here to see Sarah Connor. <laughs> I'm here to see Sarah Connor. So, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we all know I'm not getting the wallet back, right? Yeah, that was obvious. You know, it was obvious to me, too, but the officer wanted to explain it to me, and it's like, look, I, I know that officer. I mean, I understand a miracle could happen, a well-intentioned citizen heirloom. could find it, and, and I could get it back. Here's the real killer. Six bucks in cash. Mm -hmm. I managed to stop all of the, the debit and credit cards before they had a chance to do anything. The HSA card, even if they can use it, there's $28 on it because it's the end of the month. 
you know, it refills from your paycheck. So there's never a lot in there. Right. And, uh, um, yeah, they, they got nothing. The, the wallet, I'm sure they didn't realize this because they usually empty the wallet and throw it away. That was a $150 wallet because it was, you know, RFID protected and really nice. And it was mm-hmm. a nice gift from the, uh, uh, from the hurricane. Uh, but they probably threw that away. So the one thing they could have pawned, maybe. You don't know that it wasn't pawned. Yeah, I don't. But it had a corner of it torn out courtesy of the uh, um, Canine Protective Force. You know, you know. They had have, you had a chain on that. Yeah, I was gonna say, like a redneck. Rednecks whoa, don't whoa. get pickpockets. Hey, whoa! Hey, whoa, whoa! What? I say that with much affection. Uh, if there were many of us that had chains on back in the nineties. Mmm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hit a little too close. Okay, sorry. That was that was the thing to do because number yeah. one, uh, we were we were in places where it would be quite easy. To, to acquire things because we were packed in like sardines mm-hmm. so uh the, the chain provided uh protection it provided a way that you could choke someone out i mean it was multi-use it's like the swiss army knife of wallets nice i'll i'll take i'll take that advice uh chief that's good because it's free thank you so what did i spend all day today doing any guesses anybody anybody buying a wallet uh, going to the MVA. Going to the MVA. I mean, how can you not look at that as the cherry on top of this Sunday from hell? <laughs> well, this is this is what happens. This should be a cautionary tale of going into D.C. Just yes. plain and simple. Yes. I'm never going again. I, I understand that you do have certain extracurricular activities that find you in D.C., I would suggest you rethink them. Uh, I am seriously giving thought to leaving the group that is based in D.C., some of whom listen to this podcast and probably think that's part of the shtick, but but it isn't. Yes. Yeah. You you quit this female dog, right? (laughs) Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Sorry. Bye. That, um... That is one sad tale. But the there is a small silver lining. You now officially have one of those fancy-dancy new driver's licenses, don't you? You know, I do. And and as much as it was easy to pick on the MVA just then, that experience wasn't... Other than the fact that I had to drive almost 50 miles because I couldn't mm-hmm. call in to work to tell them I wasn't going to be there because the list that I have with everybody's phone number, mm-hmm. yeah, it's in the wallet. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Maryland is doing this thing called, it's real ID, isn't it, Crutch, Chief? Yes. Yep. Yep. And, and you have to bring in a bunch of papers. <laughs> you do. You, yes, you have many papers from many sources. Yes, you'll bring in the papers so that you may travel all over Maryland. I'm, I'm not even going to begin to guess how somebody who is not here legitimately, since I can't use other terms, would, uh, would find their way to getting one of these fancy-dancy licenses. No, because, boy, they do want a lot of stuff. They do. They want stuff that you really, you you won't have unless you're here, you know, too legit. They, uh, um, I mean, for me, I had my passport, mm-hmm. my original Social Security card. Wow. My uh, uh, 
a registration for one of the uh, the the goon's fleet of fine automobiles. <laughs> um, a, wa- a, wa- a water bill. Ah, there you go. That's nice. There was something else they wanted too. I can't remember. I had remember a W two form. I had my W two. I mean, yeah. That's just so, my taxes. So I, I and and you you have a choice. You can either go to the hellish line at motor vehicles any day you want and wait in that. And then you sit and you sit and you sit and you sit till you can get to an agent. Or you can go online and make a, an appointment beforehand and go in a much smaller line and end up getting this whole thing done in half an hour, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. I, happened I, I, to- I unfortunately was in a situation where um, I did it the other way around. I didn't get an appointment and uh, I still was lucky enough about 45 minutes. So it's good time i think they've got their act together i mean i found an appointment for uh today yesterday online and i took it and it wasn't you know the closest place to where we work right so i i had to drive a little bit but when i got there and said i hope you don't want to see my current driver's license because i was robbed on saturday and uh, i don't have it and they were very nice the guy said i'm really sorry that happened the agent will be able to take care of it, and we can do everything in one sitting. You don't have to wait in two lines. And wow. sure enough, 20 minutes later, I went out happy. I have a piece of paper that's my temporary driver's license and uh, the the new real ID special holographic zippity-doo-dah one will be mailed to me. Yep, it doesn't take long either. I'd be surprised if you don't have it by the weekend. That would be nice because I'm going away. Where are you going? Uh, that's not much of a question. Tell him, Chief. To the land of the mouse. Exactly. <clears throat> oh, they got my uh, um, uh, annual pass and my Tables in Wonderland uh, uh, discount card. Oh, no! I know, right? So I called the mouse. <laughs> Yo, Mick. What do I do about this? You know what they said? The two of you who are who are Mickey mockers. The both of you. I like that. Mickey Mocker. Mickey Mockers. Yeah. I kind of like it, too. I would have to have a shirt made. Sorry. <laughs> and, and and they said, ah, well, we see you're going to be with us at the beginning of next week, uh, Mr. Goon, sir. So when you check into your uh, domicile, mm-hmm. we, will, we will have that all ready for you. One of them will be a temporary card because, like the MBA, you know, we mail you the real one, and it won't get to you in time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and the other stuff we actually manufacture here. So we'll have one for you, and uh, your vacation won't have to be interrupted at all, meaning you will not have to stop spending money. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's what I heard. So so as I was uh, talking to the, the goon about this at work and mm-hmm. saying for the amount of money that he's already paying, you would think that they should provide him with the license and come pick him up. Yeah. I think they ought to take me to Florida in one of those poop chairs. I think the whole way that for the amount of money that you spend, they should literally be monitoring all frequencies of all law enforcement on the off chance that they hear your name and they should be able to like you shouldn't have even had to call. They should have called you and said, we heard on the radio. We got you covered. Kids, they have those little flashy things like men in black to the officers. Uh, Officer, could you look right here? Thank you. You saw nothing. Go back to work. (laughs) Well, that is a uh, 
that is a sad tale of woe, and uh, yeah. we're we're glad that in its own small way it has has you know come back to some level of normalcy. Yeah, yeah, I know it sucks. It does. I'm going to be a little bitter for a little while. I know bitter. I can tell you bitter. I'm, I, I, I can't. Can you? I say I'm, why? Why would that be, Crutch? Bitter and I have become fast friends this past week and a half. I can. Yeah. I can make you feel that bitterness with just two words, if you'd like me to help you kind of channel the mood. Sure. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you know what the words are, Chief? No. Uh, are you listening, Crutch? Yes. You're leaning close? I am. Mr. <laughs> oh, now see, I was not going to use their name. I was merely going to refer to them as Senor Tiro. But, okay. Uh, you can bleep that out if you really want to. I, I'm going to. <laughs> so, um, Senor, Senor Tiro. Senor Tiro. Right. So, um, yes, my, my wife's uh, car is... Um, it's a classic. It is. It is older than than the uh, the Crutch Offspring. Uh, we bought it uh, a year before he was born. That would make it what? Ooh, sixteen years old. Ooh, my gosh. Yeah, two thousand three. Uh, oh, and, by uh, the way, by the way, in Spanish, mm-hmm. yeah, the the word is pneumatico. Just yes, saying. it is. But I was using Italian. But thanks anyway. Yeah, no one asked you about your Spanish stuff, sir. Don't, in don't. Italian, it's pneumatico. In Italian, it's Signor Tiro. But that's okay. Still no one asked. <laughs> now, now Crutch can continue. Crutch continues. Yay! Finally. Um, yeah, so uh, about, let's see, we could go Saturday. Um, actually, we could go Friday. My wife uh, comes home and she says, the car is doing something it doesn't normally do. It's like, what's that? Well, it seems to still be running after I've turned the engine off. And I went, hmm? So I go down to the garage. It turns out the fan is running. And as we all know, older cars get a little warmer than they normally do, and the fan will run after the engine goes off. I popped the hood. I took a look at the the uh, the fluid levels. Everything in the, the reservoir seemed to be about right. It was not you know completely at the top of the level, but it wasn't empty. And the fan cut off after about four and a half minutes, which they said is about what you expect. So I'm thinking, not a big deal. But, you know, it's one of those things. She goes, I really, it hasn't done this in 15 years. Why is it doing it now? I was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. Let's take it to Senor Tiro, which is where we've been actually taking the vehicle for the last 15 years for maintenance. And it has 285,000 miles on it. So, you know, kind of getting our money's worth. And say, hey, you know, this is what the problem is. Can you take a look? So a few hours go by. They finally call and they say, well, we've looked. And there really isn't any problem with your, your radiator or your cooling system. That all seems to be working fine. But seeing as how you really haven't had any work done on this vehicle in about 80,000 miles, we did find a couple of other things that we can charge you for. I mean, that need to be fixed. <laughs> and um, they read off a litany of of things and as it turns out I have it right here in my hands it's a lovely list um, in, your, so, in, your, in your formerly nicotine fingers no let's not do that that's funny I don't steal other people's stick much so um, 
I always love it when they start off with miscellaneous labor. What were you guys like? You know, break dancing? What? Um, they were having coffee. Come on. Yeah. So let's see. They replaced a valve cover gasket. Um, they had to replace some. Um, I have no idea what that is. Power steering fluids, uh, miscellaneous labor charges, tune-up with parts, a wheel alignment, uh, brake fluid exchange. They uh, put in new uh, premium ceramic pads for the front brakes. Uh, they installed rotors. Do you have ceramic rotors? Ceramic pads. Okay. Right. Well, the pads are on the front. No, yeah, I know. Back, I think. Well, no, sorry. rotors are everywhere. Oh, okay. The pads squeeze the rotors to create friction and heat to slow the car down. Right. So, so yes, and, and a wheel alignment. And that added up to a, a lofty sum. <clears throat> and um, they took most of Saturday to fix that. And uh, when we went to pick it up, um, I was driving my car, and uh, my wife got into her vehicle, and she's driving out of the lot and we're driving home and I thought, gee whiz, she seems to be driving inordinately slow. I come to find out that the vehicle is not performing anywhere close to nominally. I mean, it is bucking and jerking like a Bronco. Like Houston, I, we have a problem? Like my old Ford Focus, which I no longer have, as you know, because it bucked and jerked like a Bronco. One time too many. <laughs> One time too many, yes, sir. So, um, yeah, so it, uh, it is not riding well. We get home, and um, I say, okay, well, I'm going to go take it back and see what the deal is. Because at this point, I said, well, let me go get some, you know, fill it up with gas. We'll, you know, we'll see what's going on. So I go to the gas station, I fill it up with gas, and then I start the engine up, and now all the lights are coming up. The check engine light comes on, and there was a brake light that came on, and I went, this is just muy mal. Back to we go to Señor Tiro. And um, they're like... You probably oh. said golly. Uh, yeah, yeah. And maybe even Farfig Newton. Um, so I pull in there and I say, hey, you know, this is not working right. This is not the way we brought it in. This is certainly not the way you told me it was going to be leaving. <clears throat> I got pretty much, you know, hey, it's the end of the day. Bring it back tomorrow excuse of, well... Just, you know, just let it run out. There might have been, you know, a little fluid in the system. We, we moved a lot of parts. It's an old vehicle, blah, 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 wine, wine, blah. I was like, okay, fine. I will probably be seeing you tomorrow. Um, started up the vehicle Sunday morning, and all the lights are going off, and it's riding horribly. So I take it right back to Señor Tiro, and um, I leave it, and I say, this needs to be remedied because this is not right. This is, you know, I paid a lot of money to fix things you said needed to be fixed. <clears throat> and they said, well, our senior mechanic, you know, the, the guy who is like the surgeon around here, yeah, the one who worked on your vehicle, yeah, he's on vacation. And I said, you should why, call why him. Is that, why is that your problem? It's not. I said, you should call him back. And they said, well, we're, we're trying to get a hold of him and see if he'll come back in. He's, he's on vacation, but he's not far away. I don't know where he was. Don't care. But, you know. So... Apparently, uh, he was able to um, to get some work done, but it wasn't done in time. So uh, my Monday consisted of driving back and forth the entire length of Route 100 in beautiful Maryland, which is a not a not insignificant amount of road. 
uh, once to drop my wife off, then back to my house, pick up my son and my niece who was staying with us last week to take them off to a week-long camp, which was even farther east away from my house, and then back to work. I was getting, you know, starting my drive at 5 and getting to work by 8.30. So yay, team. And you were in a swell mood, too, when you arrived. Swell, swell. Because then I had to leave work early in order to pick up my wife and then go get the kids at the camp and then take them home. So I got a whole five hours, and I'm, you know, and I'm trying to save my leave. I'm, I, too, am trying to go on a vacation, not necessarily to the House of Mouse, but, you know, I'm going a little farther down, maybe more speedy Gonzales land, but, you know, <clears throat> different mouse. Slowpoke Ro- slow Rodriguez. <laughs> he got a gun. Not as fast as Speedy, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, so Monday uh, was bad. Um, my niece, Lady J, was, was, a, was a godsend. She loaned us her um, VW Bug so that my wife would have her own vehicle to drive to work. My wife is now thoroughly cured of the, gee, I want to get a cute little car syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go from an Acura TL to a VW Bug and expect the ride to be the same. Uh, you should at least expect the ride, you know, to be a ride, you know, where all of your joints don't feel like they've been jarred. Um, bugs are cute. They're not. A, it's not a smooth ride, kids. No, they're kind of a Rolls Canardly, though. A what? A Rolls Canardly? What's a Rolls Canardly? Rolls down one hill, Canardly get back up the other one. Oh! You're welcome. I like that. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so we um, we had an option. You know, we had this this opportunity to, you know, get her driving so she could go to work and I'd go to work at decent hours. And, but still no vehicle problem solution. And Tuesday came and, well, Master Mechanic dude hasn't shown up just yet. And then, it you know, it gets to Wednesday. Well, okay, he's finally worked on it, but he's got one last thing. They're still trying to figure out how to turn the engine light off. And I'm like, why is the engine light on? You know, you keep telling me it's running fine now, but the engine light's on. Well, apparently, your vehicle is so old that the connector for the uh, onboard computer, or onboard diagnostics, OBD, right? OBD2, what year? Uh, 2003. OBD2. OBD2 connector um, has an issue where uh, their computer cannot interface with it. Okay. So um, I go in Thursday. Well, I get a phone call Thursday. And they say, okay, it's it's working great, but we still haven't been able to get um, the uh, the light to turn off. And I said, is the vehicle driving? Yes. But we want to get this fixed for you, so could you leave it with us until Tuesday? <laughs> and that's that's tomorrow for those of you doing the math here. I said, you want me to leave golly, it for four golly, more days? Mr. Cleaver, that's, yeah, that's four more days. Why, why four more days? Oh, because then Master Mechanic Super Guy will be back from his vacation. And I'm supposed to be without a vehicle, and you're not going to do anything with it, and you say it runs fine except for this little light. And they said, well, yes. And I said, have it ready in 15 minutes. And I explained to my beloved that we were going to go in and see how much of the original amount of money that we had paid out we should get back in compensation for pain and suffering. That didn't go over. That didn't work out so well for me. We get to the door. I'm trying to play bad cop. And she goes in and basically starts chatting it up and yucking it up with the guys behind the counter. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
And she's just having a grand old time, you know. Oh, you've had my car for a whole week, and I hope it's running good. I haven't been very happy with you. Wink, wink, nod, nod, chuckle, chuckle. And he hands her the keys, and he hands her the wheel lock, and she starts to walk out, and I walk behind her. Mind you, I haven't said a word. I walk out, and I I turn to her, and I said, what was that? Oh, well, what's the problem? I said, uh, it's it's hard for me to be angry and give me my money when you're, you know, yucking it up. Oh, well, you can still get the money. I said, mm, not me. So I have, uh, I've washed my hands of the deal. <laughs> uh, I, I hope we get money back. If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. And I'm okay with that. But uh, let's, let's just say I don't think I'll be stepping foot in Senor Tiro's store ever again. And you were a long-term customer there, too, I believe. Fifteen years and uh, three vehicles. Because I I took my... I had a truck before my Avalanche, which I took there briefly. I took the Avalanche there because I didn't like the Chevy dealership that I bought the Avalanche from. And we took the Acura there. I didn't take the Ford because the Ford came with lifetime service, you know, free car washes and manicures for people and all that other weird stuff that dealerships are doing now. Coffee. As it, well, yeah, there's always coffee. Thank God. Thank God for coffee. But, um, Why? yeah, so um, <clears throat> those of us who enjoy coffee thank the Lord for this wonderful gift he's given us. I understand some people don't enjoy coffee. I get that. But, you know, I just want don't, you, have, don't have you, to be a hater. There's, there's no hate. There's only... so. I'm from our previous conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have uh, put down other addictive chemicals, and yet coffee seems to be just fine with, as as an addictive chemical. That because my daily. addiction is okay. It's your addictions that are bad. Yeah. Isn't, that every, different... isn't that how every addict is? You know. There's a guy out there. There's a guy out there who's going. Hey, at least you know I do cocaine, but at least I'm not doing meth. Come on, you know. Do you do you know <laughs> do you know what the the goon child just came back from her trip to uh, Jamaica? Oh, that's right. Do you know what she bought me as a gift? She bought you Jamaican coffee beans. She did. Blue Mountain Jamaican coffee. And you are these are these are unground, of course. I'm 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 weeping right now. Yes. Well, that's nice. It's nice to weep. <laughs> solace of your own home. Indeed. Here in the quiet of my bunker. Correct. All, all by myself. With Without any well, without laughing uh, sounds in the distance. Sorry, Showcat. Almost all by myself. Just myself and my solitary pet. That's, that that's sounds pretty solitary. Exactly. <laughs> Did you hear her? She is talking right now. Is she really? If I wish I could get her to do that right into the microphone, because that would be pretty funny. Well, you could just grab her and hold her up to it. Yeah, you don't know cats that well, do you? I am not a cat person. I, I don't. You don't grab cats? How much do you like lacerations? <laughs> I'm, not really, I'm not really fond of them, no. Then, then yeah, you don't, you don't grab them. They do what they want. This Whenever is they like want. Dogs. Wherever they want. That's right. 
<laughs> it's it's only your house because you pay the bills. I'm pretty much the servant here. Fetch me this, fetch me that, sing me a song, that kind of thing. So, uh, so Chief, I would say uh, of the three of us, um, you're kind of the winner in uh, the least sucky weekend. Yeah, how's your week? Your weekend? Yeah, you definitely win. How was your week beforehand? Uh, every every weekday seems to be a rolling travesty. You know, <laughs> well, I like that travesty. That's well played. You uh, <laughs> you're having fewer and fewer people over there in your uh, your project. Well, okay, so which is which is where part of Friday's travesty started. Oh yeah, because when the, the the person who was leaving uh, that particular Friday comes in, looks a little shook. I mean, usually this guy is as melancholy as can be. And, he uh, is, yeah, low key. Would I mean I don't know? There's no, you can't hear the note. He's so low key. And he says, you know, there's lots of police, and he's scared of guns, so he runs into a spot where he knows they can't bring the gun, and then waits for him to leave, and then finally comes out and starts listening to others who said that uh, due to the acquisition certain people were no longer required and instead of giving them uh, you know like a two weeks notice of severance they gave them what about seven hours now this is what I don't get. really yes. how did I not know it I was so oblivious I did not I did not know this no kidding you had a you had a purge yes that not only was it I the Prime was bought by another company that, that specializes in things like aircraft carriers. We're still trying to figure out why they, they yeah, bought well, the Prime. Well, they're, yeah, they kind of do uh, big construction projects, yeah. yeah. And apparently they've got a goon squad. No offense. No. The, None taken. The thing I don't get is why make a person come in. Right. You're going to make them come in, relinquish all their stuff, and then send them home, and they don't even get paid for the full day. So, of course, this person did not appreciate it. Probably had some choice words. And uh, and, and that's what the local constabularies were called in? That is correct. Wow. But, but the person had fled the scene by that time. So Yeah, yeah. if you're calling 911, I'm probably doing a, you know, peeling in the parking lot. That's did, just really sad, though. We did find. Was, was this a was this a person we know? No, okay. we don't because we don't know who it was. What we okay. do know is that uh, for some time, per one of the people there, there was a car that had oh a, a a gardening tools name keyed into the hood. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Oh. That um, yeah, oh or or one third of Santa's famous call, you know. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my! Yeah, it's um, it's it's been a real experience over there lately. Um, you know, they, they, I I don't want to say this is in any relationship whatsoever to the two management, but um, we've had uh, what was it last Monday? That that you were actually were comfortable, weren't you, Chief? Yes, they lost all air conditioning in the entire building, yeah. and um, and Chief was Chief was actually wearing just a short sleeve shirt. I think it's one of the few times in, in his entire life, at least that, that I no, I had the jacket. Time on. that I, I still had it on. 
Did you still have your jacket I, on? Not oh, only okay. did I have it on, but I sent a, a, an email to management <laughs> saying thank you for finally listening. <laughs> I was sweating like a stuck pig, but that's, you know, that's okay. And then they turned the AC on, and I said, why do you hate me? <laughs> yeah, for us, we just lose all the power. And then we laugh and sit there in the dark until the self-appointed uh, office warden comes and yells at us very loudly to get out. Well, it came in this morning, and there was all kinds of differences in how our access to the Internet was. We thought new management had gone in and shut down a few things, like streaming services, access to Amazon, the typical stuff that you would expect a corporation to you know, filter out so that you're focusing on your job. Only to find out that, no, it was just our friends at Verizon who had screwed the pooch again. And uh, they switched us over to a different circuit and, and everything was working. But uh, that's kind of the paranoia. I think I understand why the members of our team who are the primes have have decided to bail on us. Because um, we have, what, two left? One left? Two. How many left? Two. There are two, and we are casting lots to see which one is, the, <laughs> is going to leave next. I mean, before the acquisition, the company was, were they not pretty well thought of? No. That is, okay. that is okay. one of the great fallacies. I, yeah, I kind of don't know that. I don't know much about them. Those of us who worked for said company already yep. know that uh, they were... There's a reason we're not working for the Prime, yes. Yes, they were bleeding money. Uh, the, yeah. they, it, there, was, there was zero profit margin, mm -hmm. and, and they had to do something because the whole goal was to buy small companies, get really big, and then sell off. Be, be, they just needed to have two prime contracts. They failed in that and only were able to acquire one. And so that messed it up for uh, the entire company. And then they had to switch things, and then the the CEO got cancer and died. And it just, I mean, it God was the nerve of him. <laughs> it was a <clears throat> constant trickle. Yeah. fail. I uh, I mean, all things considered, I did like Len. Len was a nice guy. He and I couldn't have been farther apart, you know, politically. But um, but 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 then once he was but, gone, the company kind of augured in. So here's the thing: when uh, I first yeah, when I first the direction, I I had to think of him as like Steve Jobs, but you know, there's usually you know there's this guy who seems to know where the company's supposed to go, and when he goes, they don't know anymore. So, once again, when I first met him, he mm -hmm. told me, uh, whatever you do, don't trust a lawyer. And then I said, what was your profession? And he said, a lawyer. And then I <laughs> stared at him. Yes. And then the, the next thing he did... That's priceless. <laughs> ...was, uh, we said, how are you getting all these things? And he said, I am following the will of P.O.D. <laughs> and, and which is why everything was going great while he was there. And then oh, he left. Oh, uh, the... okay. I, I just put that one together. Yes, the connection. Yes. One of the Keebler elves. <laughs> the Prince of Darkness. Uh, no, I, once again, I never had a bad experience with said person. but Nor did I. Right. No. Nor did I. I just don't know how else to refer to him that you guys would recognize that I know what you mean. Yeah. Yes, he had an army. 
and exactly he he kind of did have Dumbledore's army but that was that was they had name tags put on their on the outside of their cubicle so you knew who they were and they were not to be messed with mm-hmm. and even wow. our boss when our boss said I'm not going to do something and he asked how many of your people are on my contract and when he and said all of them all of them he said you're <laughs> going to do this aren't you and why now that I've now that I've reflected on it further my lord <laughs> now that I've actually pulled out my calculator and, and realized that everything from everything is nothing yep sure am going to do it going to and you know what I'm going to do it with a big fat smile on my face too well I gee mean, golly gosh yes he put his hands forward and said I have served <laughs> I will be of service <laughs> oh my gosh so that was the week that was, folks. Um, we will uh, we will catch you again. But, but, but before oh, you sign, sorry. before oh. you sign off, can I give you one last POD uh, short story? Sure. He made me he made me laugh till um, I almost cried. We were in a meeting with my boss. He my my government boss at the time and POD didn't get along. I, I'm not sure why. But. Uh, um, my boss had an hour presentation about how POD just wasn't doing things right and was being unfair. And I didn't know that's what the meeting was about, but before the meeting, POD talked to me once in a while, said, come on, you're coming to this meeting. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you, you caught it yourself, Mr. Oga. Uh, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and, uh, and I sat in the meeting and we listened to the hour of why why POD is wrong. And uh, um, he looked at my boss and said, um, your delivery that you just gave us, I mean, all that is fine, but when you give it to us, it has to work. And he said nothing else. And it was hilarious because our delivery was a total piece of junk. <laughs> And he knew all the time. He just let him go. Played out the rope. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, I'm done now. No, I mean, all, all kidding aside, um, my my experiences with him have run the gamut. In fact, they've run the gambit within a 24-hour period. Um, I had an incident. Uh, basically, we had um, we had a, a a customer was very unsatisfied. And uh, someone who was not part of my development team was trying to help them and help them in all the wrong ways. And rather than getting one of my team to help, uh, this particular person went right to POD and said, what's wrong with your product? I'm trying to help one of our customers. And it all went horribly wrong. Meanwhile, I've left for the day and I'm headed for a dental appointment that I'm not looking forward to. Um, By the time I was done, I was really sorry I missed my dental appointment. Because I, I received a phone call and said, you need to come back here right now. There's, you know, all Hades is breaking loose. And uh, I came into the room and uh, somebody quickly got me up to speed what was going on. And um, I was uh, I was able to, uh, to speak briefly with the person who had basically thrown me and my entire team under a bus. And said, um, you know, at this point I think she was very, very worried that things were going a, a little worse than she thought. I said, 
I'm not the one you have to worry about. Your immediate supervisor is the one you have to worry about, and that would be um, that would be Gunny Hightower's first wife, who's we're not even going to put her initials out because that would be bad. I hear the Damon <laughs> chanting in the background. <laughs> Damien, Damien. She um, who cannot be named. She who really cannot be named. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I sat for 45 minutes and, and literally, uh, ver- well, not literally, but verbally had all of my skin removed a slice at a time by, uh, by POD. And my response to everything was, yes, sir, we will fix that. This will not happen again. Fast forward one workday, literally one workday, not even a Friday to a Sunday. This is like a Wednesday to a Thursday. I'm sitting in the large room at my desk with all the other people with all their, their, their desks and, um, and uh, the door entering this large room is behind me. And the room suddenly goes dead quiet. And I think to myself, I can think of a number of reasons that would happen, but only one has come to mind right now. And that would be, yes, P.O.D. has walked into the office. He walks up right behind my desk, does his own small imitation of creepy Joe Biden, <laughs> puts his hand on either side of my shoulders, and says, uh, hey, Crutch, how you doing today? Just fine, sir. How are you? Good. Doing great work. And proceeded to walk out of the room. And everyone else in the room was surprised by that, except me. Because that's just the way he was. That's just the way he was. He was always, always nice to me. Tough guy. You better have your crap together. True yeah. enough. And as long as you had that, everything was fine. Yeah. The one time he was joking with me that his house printer wasn't working and, uh, you know, uh, the Gordon's Fisherman and, and Sergeant Sniper were, were with me and, <laughs> and they were all, they were like, a, a printer's not working, how can we be of service? And he looked at me and I was like, I didn't even know about this. And, <laughs> I, I didn't realize this was on my, is there a, is there a you know, charge code for this? Well, I mean, I, I, that's how I knew him is that I helped him with his home stuff. So I, yeah. I did not, I was unaware. And, and then when he explained that, you know, it was an HP that he was getting hooked up to a Macintosh. And I was like, I can't do this remotely. Uh, you know, he, he got uh, one of the people that he used to uh, coach soccer to do it. And, and that was fine, but everyone got all nervous and I was nonchalantly going like, I don't even know why we're having this conversation right now. You have my cell phone number. You you can call me at any time. And that was that. that was there that. you go. Yep. He 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 told me that his daughter was going off to college. Make her stuff work. I said I'm not sure how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to give it my best shot. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, he has moved on to uh, to uh, other uh, other adventures, and. Uh, we're just trying to figure out how the, the lay of the land will go moving forward. And with that, I wish you all a good evening. But before we go, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode of Swimming with the Fish is brought to you by Jamaican Coffee. It's not a drink, it's a lifestyle. And the District of Columbia, where the politicians aren't the only ones picking your pocket. And... Wallet Lock instantly applies 50,000 volts to your wallet when a pickpocket tries to take it, electrocuting them immediately. From Shock You Incorporated, the division of Happy Pole Industries. 